Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. I'm glad you're here. So tell us a little bit about you. Okay, well, um, I'm Michelle Parnell. (laughs) I'll say my name again. There you go. (laughs) Um, So I don't, that's, first of all, great questions. I love all your questions. Um, let's see. So I am a wife to IB for 22 years. I have three amazing daughters. Eve is 18 and, um, Abby is almost 16. Lizzie is 10. Um, I homeschool them and, um, I'm trying to think about how do I tell people about me without taking an hour because (laughs) I'm old now and I have lots of things. I have lots of things to say. Um, so I thought about the fact that I, I can really boil down my life to about three different areas. One is I'm a lifelong learner. Mm. I'm an avid reader. I read way too much every Mm. day. Probably. Um, I love to teach and I love to serve the Lord by serving people. So everything I do falls into one of those categories. Mm. So like, um, I homeschool the girls, which is satisfies my need for learning <laughs> and teaching. Um, but when I when I do things like at church, teaching college students or mm-hmm. being with youth, mm-hmm. that's teaching them and that's serving the Lord. But I love to teach them. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do, like I help advise our homeschool beta club, that's teaching those kids how to serve. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, I started thinking, I'm like, there's a yeah. thing there. You yeah. know, um, I right now I'm writing for Evans and Augusta mm-hmm. Lifestyle magazines, which is re- this again is learning about people, <laughs> and then the way I write my articles, I'm telling and teaching people about yeah. what I learned. Yeah, you're right. I so like that. Yeah, it all kind of falls into those things. Mm-hmm. And we were talking a minute ago, so cool. um, the podcast we that I do, the Take Heart Homeschool podcast. I have learned some things <laughs> that I wanted to share with other people. So um, anyway, so that's kind of me. And um, like I said, I love to read. And no one ever believes me when I say this, but I can, I probably read three hours a day. It's usually at night. Mm-hmm. Are you someone, fic, you have fiction, nonfiction, predominantly? So non-fiction? I relax by reading. So it's mainly fiction, Same. but I try to make my nonfiction in there too. <laughs> but I have, is, do I have educated fiction? Is that okay to say? Yeah. Like I have deep like historical, historical fiction, fiction mm-hmm. that's like real life, kind of Forrest Gump characters are stuck nice. in real life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to read a couple of the verses that um, were kind of some foundation for two of these questions. They come from Matthew 22. Jesus is asked, which commandment in the law was the greatest? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself. So my first question is, what currently stirs your love for God? I said before, I love your questions. (laughs) Because, and people listening, if you have not, first of all, you should come talk to Chelsea. (laughs) Because, um, but if you don't, Think about these questions because they're they're just amazing the way you've summed up things. Um, so God's word stirs my love for Him. I I actually um, I got my Bible out the other day and I don't feel like this necessarily every time I open it, but I literally just want to hold it and touch it and look at it. And I think about the hours I've spent in God's word and at different seasons of my life, there's been more and there's been less. But when I think when I when I start teaching or reading it it just it's it's exciting (laughs) and um one of the things i love the most about his word is that i'm always discovering things Mm -hmm. or rediscovering things and it's like i think god is 
I feel like he's sitting in heaven going, I was waiting for you to find that, you know, (laughs) because I get so excited about it. Uh Um, And one of the things that has been really um, exciting for me in the past, I don't know how many years, it's probably been 15 or 20 years, which is because I'm old. (laughs) Um, Just that whole connection, Old Testament to New Testament. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've truly fell in love with the Old Testament. It, It really probably was right after I got married. So it probably was 20 years ago. The Old Testament is my favorite. Yeah. And I do study the New Testament, but I love seeing Jesus in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, again, what I said earlier, I love teaching God's Word. Mm-hmm. To see these students, I just I just need to know. Like, I ask them, and they get tired of it, I'm sure. I'm like, did you learn something new today? Mm-hmm. Did you hear something you have never heard about God's Word before? Or did something click? And to see them, like that that light bulb turn on, that they made a connection mm-hmm. that, oh, the Old Testament is not dead. Right. It is like Jesus right. is there. It's, mm-hmm. I love it. So exciting. Um, so that's one thing. And the other thing is not quite as holy, but it kind of <laughs> is. Um, uh, the the TV show, The Chosen, oh, mm-hmm. the series, um, this is how a TV show has truly stirred my love for the Lord. I feel like over the years, lots of Bible shows have been hooky. Mm-hmm. And they have been as well done as those people felt like they could do them. But the chosen has put um, faces and conversations and personalities mm-hmm. that brought them to life in a way that I have never seen before. Mm-hmm. And so um, that makes me go back and look at my Bible. So when we watch it, if something is said mm-hmm. um, in one of the episodes that we I'm unfamiliar with, or I mean, I do this all the time. <laughs> He'll say, um, "Oh, I don't, I don't remember that scripture being used like that in the Bible." So we go back to the scripture and, yeah. and look it up, and so that actually is fun. And even today, Lizzie and I were doing um, her little Bible study for GA. She has assignments now. We have a twenty-minute nice. Bible study a day. Priscilla Shire's um, study on um, cool. their identity in Christ, mm-hmm. and uh, and she was reading something, and she said, and it was in the New Testament about the disciples, and she said, "Ma," she read it. And she read everything really well. And she goes, I know that he's the son of Alpheus because of the chosen. Like she, and she is, oh, she knows now, like she yeah. not only knows Making pronunciation. Yeah. Yes. For, even for her at 10. Super cool. So I know that's not as holy necessarily, but I'm a huge fan. Okay. So on the flip side, is there anything that currently stifles your love for God? So I was thinking about this one. And the only answer I can come up with is I stifle my mm. love for the Lord. <laughs> now I could sit here and give you a list of. It's my kids. Mm-hmm. It's my schedule. It's people. It's the government. I mean, I can give you a list, but ultimately, it's me. Because um, when I allow my eyes or my trust to shift from the Lord, that is when mm-hmm. trouble starts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, if I, like, want to take control of things myself or I get mad because of what somebody else did mm-hmm. or didn't do, or it, it's just me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um and uh, throughout my life, I would, I guess you can call it pruning or maybe even just removing. Like, um, God has taught me certain things can take my focus off of him. Mm-hmm. And he has taken those things away from me. And some mm-hmm. of the stuff he's not, he hasn't given back yet. Mm-hmm. That's a totally different conversation. But I mean, sometimes he'll say, um, you can't spend as much time with this person because when you're with this person, there's stir up anxiety or covetousness or there's something going on there. You need to love them, be their friend, but maybe not as closely as you currently are, you know? Mm-hmm. And then a season. And once I kind of get 
my heart in the right place, then I can be back, Mm -hmm. you know, or or whatever that is. Um, So my short answer is it is me. Yeah, it's good. (sighs) But a really just like clear, succinct, simple, like, okay, wherever my, wherever my focus is or whatever satisfaction or desires I'm trying to meet on my own or with myself or in myself, mm-hmm. whatever's not being met in the Lord is something that distracts me from him or clouds my view of him. Yep. Yeah. And I think that can be different things at different times and different mm-hmm. for different people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes me a really long time to realize that it's me. Mm-hmm. Some, I mean, because I can go down that rabbit trail and I can be like, well, there's this and this Circumstantial. And this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes back to it, mm-hmm. if I'm where I'm supposed to be, then things, then my, then my relationship with the Lord is where it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. And I wonder too, if it, even it can be like sneaky about me focusing on how I feel about something. Right. You know, then I'll, um, I'll try to control it or make something happen or perfect or perform or mm-hmm. do something to, or manipulate, or I'll do something. I'm like, yeah, but you're just wanting to feel good when the Lord might be asking you for a little discomfort, like come away from the comfort a little bit. Right. And into me, do you, have you found in your life that there are mantras or scriptures or maybe just rely on the Holy spirit to turn or like redirect you a little bit. You know what I mean? I mean, as we're yeah. going with him, mm-hmm. hopefully as we get closer, I heard someone say one time that greater maturity in the Lord, you actually become more sensitive to your turning away because you have tasted it. Right. Like I have, yeah, I've tasted what it feels like to walk very closely with the Lord. So when mm-hmm. I'm not doing that, when I let things get in the way, mm-hmm. I can feel it. Right. So sometimes I don't need necessarily this big blinking, like, Mm-hmm. neon turn left turn around right. and I go the opposite way but I still may take me weeks before I it, I value it enough or I want it bad enough mm-hmm. I want him bad enough to say no to myself or surrender something yeah I don't know that there's a specific scripture but I do think that there are things that happen whether it's something mm-hmm. Steve says in a mm-hmm. sermon listening to even listen to other people talk to you mm-hmm. on your podcast it's like whoa wait a minute I need to examine that a little bit longer, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't think it's a, I don't have a specific scripture that I have posted someplace that reminds me. It's, it's usually the Lord is mm-hmm. putting things in front of me to mm-hmm. remind me. Mm-hmm. It's whether or not I'm paying attention yeah. and how long it takes me to pay attention. Yes. Or how long it takes me to, to admit that he is the better thing. Right. <laughs> so normally I'm like, yeah, but this, this, this feels better the way that I'm doing it. I'm like, but it's right. not better. Right. You know, it might feel better in the moment, right. but it's, it's not, you know, obedience or following or it's surrendering not, or trusting. Yeah. Mm. It's not the ultimate freedom that we get in right. him. It's like right. temporary little freedoms. Yeah. But it's, it's not lasting. It's not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to fill in the blank. The truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. And it goes with that. Yes. I was about to say, it's a great follow-up <laughs> yes. question sometimes. It yeah. does. The, um, the truth that God is um, patient, maybe mm-hmm. long-suffering, whatever word you kind of want to use there, mm-hmm. because how many times does he have to put something in front of me to make me come back or realize? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the warning flags have been there all along. The merge sign is there. <laughs> right. I'm just not merging, right. you know? Yeah. Um, and so, because I think, I think that as a parent, too— I get so frustrated with my children mm-hmm. when I'm like, I have told you or asked you that a hundred times. Why haven't you done what I need you to do? And I know the Lord is going, oh, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it could be those times where I'm yelling at my kids and he's mm-hmm. like, stop. Like, I am patient with you. You should be patient with them. And I, I, I fail at that daily. I failed mm-hmm. at that today. <laughs> I, I, 
So I'm thankful that he is patient with me mm-hmm. and loves me enough to not is it smite me like immediately and just go, Psh, yeah. I'm done with you. Yes. Yes. I'm not good at this yet. Does that make sense? Like, yes. like yeah. no matter what my answers are today, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be there mm-hmm. until I'm with the Lord. I'm, I'm just right. not there. I'm, Which that used to frustrate me. I used to hate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it was just like the earner in me. Right. Wanted to be able to get there. I wanted to be worthy of it, you know, mm-hmm. of his choosing, of his patience, of his love, his kindness. I wanted to be worthy of it. I want myself, my standard or whatever, which meant getting there to a place that was like, okay, you're good. Now you right. can just coast because you've made it. I used to hate that. Now I kind of like it <laughs> a little bit because I'm like, God being infinite can see who I'm going to be when I'm with him. Right. He is not worried about me not making it. Mm-hmm. Because it's not based on me. Right. Right. So right. the fact, so the point is that I'm doing it with him. And the point is the magnitude of, of Christ that credits to me all the things, even as I'm stumbling mm-hmm. and, and not trusting or I'm um, choosing lesser things over him. It's like, I don't think that's like, oh, well, there's freedom to just do those things. But I, I think there is a, a humility for me to remember constantly every day that it is i'm not the one holding it up i'm not the hero right. of the story right me doing it perfectly is not the point me knowing him me loving him being drawn closer to him that is the point mm-hmm. and just being obedient and what we yes. what he's calling us to do and i think i don't know about you because i know some things are outside our control but i'm learning how i am more likely to abide and stay closer is with it, whatever's in my control. You know how they talk about like union with Christ cannot be touched. Like your union with Christ mm-hmm. is held on Christ. It's hinged on Christ. It has nothing to do with you. Your communion with him right. can be distracted mm-hmm. or whatever. Because that's kind of more about your choices maybe or disobedient or sin or struggles. But I'm I'm learning that even though there are a lot of things outside my control, um, it doesn't have to be some grand gesture every time back to him. I can really just ask for help. Right. And the fact that I'm needy, is what he wants for me. You know, like I don't necessarily have to be doing great all the time for it to be good or whatever, or for it to be good between us. Like I can be struggling and asking for help. Right. And that be good. Right. You know? Okay. Well, last question is what is something you're looking forward to? Um, so this, this year for Christmas, Eve gets to come home. She's Yay! been away. So Abby said that the other day, she said, you know, being homeschoolers, Christmas is kind of, I mean, it's always been special, mm-hmm. but we didn't have special days off from school. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were off from school, but we were still at home. It's not like, but this year <laughs> Eve gets to come home and we get to have mm-hmm. her for a couple of weeks, which will be the first time she's been home for more than like two days yeah. since she went to college. So I'm looking forward to that. I think yeah. it'll be fun. Well, thank you for thank making you. the time and coming yes. to talk with me. Thanks for asking. Great. Like I said, they're ama- super um, <laughs> introspective questions mm-hmm. to make me really think. Good. And and to Sweet. realign and repurpose, and some of them are reminders mm. about, you know, it's, okay, so I know this about myself. What can I do differently yeah. today? That's good. Well. Listening, friends, it means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time.